Blog Talk Radio. Trophy winner, right? Heisman Trophy winner mm-hmm. for the Georgia Bulldogs, right? Mm-hmm. So he, all of the things he really accomplished were on the football field. Yeah, it's sort of like OJ Simpson. You know, mm-hmm. same scenario as OJ. Hmm. What do you think about that, though? I just feel like, for one, if Trump hadn't propped him up, he sure did. He definitely would not have won, you know, that position. 
But for some odd reason, Trump decided, you're going to be my Negro. And he allowed himself to be bought and paid uh, by Trump. Mm. So Trump is, you know, was behind him, propping him up, pushing him and all that stuff. And the people who follow Trump follow whatever Trump says. And if Trump said Herschel is the man, they voted for Herschel. That's obvious. The name you know. Yeah. uh, Not because he has knowledge, not because he has experience, not because he has a proven track record, but because 45 said so. And he's got the name you know, like Eddie Murphy said in Distinguished Gentleman. Yeah. Vote for the name you know. (laughs) That was crazy. So, yeah, that's my take on it. To me, he has no place in politics, but... Yeah, we'll see. It's my opinion. I mean, we thought the same thing with um, Forsenegger. <laughs> you know, he really didn't hold no public office before that I know of. He was just an actor. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, what was that? But at <laughs> least he had the training of an actor. He could act like a governor. Uh, I guess like... <laughs> he knew, and he knew California well, that's yeah. for sure. Like um, Reagan, huh? Exactly. He acted like a president. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm just saying, Herschel is a football player. What are you planning to do? You can't carry the ball and be a senator. Those two don't even go together. Yes, they is. I mean, I'm not trying to diss the brother. I'm just, you know. Okay, yeah, maybe I am. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if it hadn't been for Trump's support, he would not have gotten there. Well, maybe he's in Trump's. Uh, back pocket, you know, he didn't grease his palms or something. And do we not see that that is a colossal problem? Mm-hmm. That if Trump has somebody who's in Congress, clearly this guy is going to vote or do whatever Trump tells him. The puppet, right. Exactly. That's the last thing that Congress needs is another puppet for Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's all he's going to do, I feel sorry for Georgia. Well, if he wins, you have, and and, and he's going for senator. Mm-hmm. That's a Barack move. Jumped over over, yeah. over Congress. That's a Barack move. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh. Yeah, he played with quite a bit, a few teams: New Jersey Generals, the USFL. Yeah, that was USFL. Dallas yeah. Cowboys, Minnesota, Philadelphia, New York Giants, and then he went back to Dallas. So he's just been bouncing around. Yeah. Well, he got old real fast. Mm. Parts his physical movement. Mm. But you know what? He's not the first Heisman Trophy winner that people had all these high expectations for mm-hmm. that just didn't quite live up to the expectations. Baker Mayfield. Or live up to the hype. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Case in point, Baker Mayfield from the, um, the Browns, Cleveland Browns. Oh, never heard of him. Oh, you've seen his commercials, I'm sure. You probably recognize him more from that than you would from him being the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Okay. True that. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. Anybody else got any comments on it? No. Well, who was the other character? Who was the other person? Oh, uh, Warnock. Who was he? What is he? He's a... He was a pastor. In yeah, the, he's a pastor. In Atlanta. Warnock? Yep. Yeah, brother Warnock. Good brother, good brother. Yeah, he seems to be, you know, about what he says. I don't know what his political background is, but he sure won that seat. Sure did. So now he's trying to defend his seat 
Yeah, he's a good dude. And of all people to have to go against one of Trump's puppets. That's kind of jacked up. Mm-hmm. Is he an older gentleman? He's older. He's middle aged. Yeah, right about fifty-three. He's not an old dude at all. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. You ready to keep it moving? Uh, Let's get into the uh, rundown. Oh. What you got on the docket for tonight? Okay. <clears throat> we got. Did you want to? Um, uh, I'm good. Uh, in focus tonight is um, Crosby lawyers allege unfairness in civil sex assault trial. There you go again. Oh, also, huh? I say he's back. Yeah, he's back. Also, NYC to pay $7 million to wrongfully convicted men. And also, another school shooting, this time in Texas, unfortunately. Uh, cocktail of the week, I got a Tangeray surprise. What's popping with Papa Didi? We're going to lighten it up with our weird news. The FDA clears underwear that promises to protect from, what, STIs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, hundreds of people named Josh Converge in Nebraska to battle, and also Barr gets rid of flushing toilets. Why is that? Oh, boy. Um, I'm just saying we're red wine. <laughs> you crossed the line. Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up tonight, the kiss the list, and the last word. So uh, we're going to get right into these topics in focus. All right. You guys going to work me today, huh? That's right. Okay. Earn your dollar. <laughs> Oh, All right, you got the first one. What's going on? This uh, sexual assault, um, what, 100 years ago? Yeah, it seems like it. Um, Cosby back in the news. Um, they just won't leave this man alone. Uh, attorneys fighting on behalf of Bill Cosby have been scrambling to deal with shifting evidence in the comedian's civil trial over allegations that he sexually assaulted a teenager, teenage girl of the Playboy Mansion, nearly Fifty years ago, come on, people, really? Mm-hmm. Judy Huff said in a recent um, court filing that um, the assault she thinks happened in 75 when she was 16, not in 74 when she was 15. Okay, get your story right, girl. Oh, boy. Take somebody to court, you better get your story right. Uh, and with Huff's, Huff's, uh, Huff's attorney citing the change in her story, they said that it comes after research of archival uh, evidence led them to determine the dates um, are around when Cosby, he was shooting Let's Do It Again oh, yeah. at Los Angeles Area Park. Um, she also says that the two met before he took her to the mansion. Wow. And this is when she was what? Now she says 16, 16 not mm-hmm. 15. So uh, yeah. evidence includes a dated photo of Cosby with a beard and a tuxedo looking exactly how she remembered him. So it sounds like he came off the set and took you somewhere. Because that's what he wore on the set. Remember those yeah. movies? I remember those movies. That was hey, some franchise movies. Mm-hmm. Um, in her lawsuit, she alleges that Cosby forced her to perform a sex act on him in the bathroom of Playboy founder Hugh Hefner's famed L.A. mansion. Oh, boy. Okay. And this is a 16-year-old girl. What was she doing there? Exactly. I'm like, how did a 16-year-old end up at the Playboy Mansion right. down on her knees in the bathroom? It's extraordinarily difficult to defend against an allegation from 50 years ago. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, so the lawyer, he's, he's also representing R. Kelly as well. 
in his uh, pornography trial. He says, you work to create a defense, and then all of a sudden, at the last minute, it's a bait and switch. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, of course, her her uh, attorney declined for comment, but um, you're yeah. right. They don't they don't say what they were doing there, but the thing was, she met him before. Mm-hmm. So where were you hanging out? Um, you were groupie or something hanging out? Yeah, that's a good question. At so, fifteen or sixteen, whichever. Right, right. Where were your parents, and why were you hanging around potentially on a movie set? Right. Or and or at the Playboy Mansion. Right. And then you're gonna let this old man um take you somewhere? Come on now. Mm. I don't care if it's Bill Cosby. This old man, old man. Something something just ain't right. That's, look, that's, look, my mama told me don't look, don't sit on nobody no man's lap and don't do X Y Z. You just don't do that with no man. That's right. Uh her mama must didn't tell her that then. Something. Yeah. You know, you would think that when she was analyzing whether or not she was going to um, press charges, press charges, or bring this up, mm-hmm. she would have did the math and said, "Okay, well, if I do that, and this picture I got was from Let's Do It Again, that was such and such year. Well, I was only sixteen then. You think sometimes you put the brakes on? Yeah. When you say, "Oh, I was sixteen, how am I going to justify?" But some people just go yeah. all in. They just go. But I, I, the I, conscious thinking mind is unbelievable. I know. I, I agree with what you're saying, and I hate to say it, but we as women sometimes we go through certain things in life that you have to go to the grave with. Um, you know, you may tell maybe a friend or your mom or somebody, but some things you might just have to take to the grave with you and just um, just grin and bear it. Like you said, why was she sure. in? In that area, as far as her being sick, yeah, because now you're making yourself look bad. Why? You know, it's like, wait a minute. Unless you're trying to say this man came and got you out of your parents' house <laughs> by force and took you someplace that you didn't want to go, right. how do you justify that you were ended up in these situations? And then you say you met him before you went to the mansion. So that, that, that constitutes, okay, he saw you, he liked you, maybe I went on a date. Then he invited you to go with him to the mansion because mm-hmm. he wants some eye candy on his arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm in this this big movie, you know, whatever, whatever. But uh, you know, he, so she's saying she did give him some head. I mean, uh, apparently so. Well, if they were in the bathroom and she performed a sexual act on him. I don't know what else. Well, I guess it could I'm be like Bill Clinton. I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Okay. That's what Bill Clinton That's said. what Bill said. That's what Bill said. Bill Clinton, not Bill Cobb. Right. <laughs> Other Bill. The Other Bill. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Oh, um. So, I mean, so I, look, how is Bill going to get out of this one? I don't know. Uh, first I of all, how long are they going to keep going? half Gloria. He didn't really need a good lawyer. Just a half ass lawyer to get out of that. Well, you know, she's being defended by Gloria Allred. See, but what, but what, so what is the Statue of Libertations on that? Yes, this woman is 63 years old now. Apparently, there must not be a Statue of Limitations because 50, what, 50 years ago? Is that considered rape? What got you in the mansion at that time frame? I don't know. Who can justify either him or her was at the mansion that day? Who can I don't know. That's a good question. Because half the people probably gone. You know. All on the floor. Yeah. Or just didn't pay it any mind right. or was stoned out of their head. You, and sure, don't can't remember. Get, uh, you sure can't get 
Yeah, Hefner can't, can't tell you. He can't yeah. testify. He gone. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like they just keep beating this thing. Yeah. It's like beating a clean rug. Like, how much dust are you going to get out of a clean rug? Come on now. Yeah. You know, and, and I hate to say it, but that, um, you know, now you, they've already smeared his name. Now you're going to continue to smear his name. So it's like, do I have any wind? What is, you know? And, yeah. I don't know. They just doing too. I done, I done did my time. Leave it, me it's sickening, alone. you know. It's really sickening. Aldridge and all of them really need to. Uh, just, just let it be. Just let it go. Let it go. But I mean, you know how Gloria already. She, she's not gonna let anything go. She's worse than a pit well, bull. You, you know, that's how you're making your money. Education. You know, you have to understand that uh, mm. you need other people to make your money. Yeah. And if they, if they're gonna make a fool of themselves. Because she's trying to get the out-of-court settlement. She ain't trying to go to no court and mm-hmm. get a jury and all that. That's how she so gets paid. look and say, well, damn, you're, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what may happen. May just write the woman a check and go on your merry way. Well, they need to do something. Shut it down. Let that man rest now. Yeah. He did his time, let him just go about his business. Yeah, I'm not saying what he did was right or wrong, but I just feel like if you've already been tried, you've gone to jail, you've done your time, what more do you want? One blood. Uh, well, speaking of doing time, I got one for you. This is out of New York. Mm-hmm. This brother named Grant Williams, wrongfully imprisoned for 23 years for a murder, he did not commit. And now that the truth has finally come out, New York City, where this all happened, is paying this brother $7 million. Hello. Irving Cohen, the attorney for Williams, said New York City did the right thing, and this will assist him in going forward and trying to get back on his feet. I'm like, man, that's going to do more than get him back on his feet that's a lot of money. $7 million. But, I mean, that's 23 years of your life. So after both parties settled, Brad Lander, who's the New York City comptroller, released the following statement saying that while no amount of money can bring back the years for Mr. Williams or his family, I am pleased that we were able to move quickly to a fair and early resolution of this claim. The early resolution of the claim is in the best interest of all parties and city taxpayers. So apparently they must have been going for more and then they settled for this amount, the seven million. Wow. So I mean if you say this is in the best interest of the city and all parties, mm-hmm. that sounds like they must have been going for like a hundred million or something or some other number. Right. So they just and then they settled and said, All right, look, we can give you seven million. Mm-hmm. They agreed to that. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. So this settlement closes the chapter for Mr. Williams, who's now fifty one. Now, he did 23 years, so you see he was young when they locked him up, 51 years old now. And this began in 1996 when he was accused of killing Shadell Lewis outside of a Staten Island public housing complex. And somehow Williams was convicted by the prosecutors without a confession, without a murder weapon, without any significant evidence, and the police ignored a witness who explicitly told them that Williams was not the shooter. But somehow they still convicted this brother and locked him up. Now, what is that about? It's wrong with people. Yeah. 
I'm like, you got no confession, no murder weapon, no significant evidence, a witness saying he didn't do it. I saw the whole thing and it wasn't him, whatever the statement. The witness said it wasn't him. They still locked him up for 23 years. Mm-hmm. And what he was telling them, because it turns out he was working with the Wu-Tang Clan. He was in the studio wow. with the Wu-Tang Clan doing some recording and stuff at the time when this whole murder happened. Now, where was this, in New York? This was in New York, New York City. I feel like I heard something like that. He, this uh, Williams has maintained his innocence, and then in 2017 there was an emergence of new evidence, and the Staten Island, see, I should have known Staten Island was involved, because they, that's... Why you say that? Because they got a lot of racism in Staten Island. Okay. But Staten Island District Attorney sure um, Integrity Unit decided for the good this time to reinvestigate the case and they rechecked his alibi and the whole thing checked out that he was definitely in studio with the Wu-Tang Clan so the prosecutors then tried to say well you know that baseball cap that had Wu-Tang Clan on it was part of the evidence and what his defense was saying is that a lot of people had that baseball cap Mm -hmm. in the Staten Island area that said Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. So you can't just nail that and say, well, that was our evidence. Right. But that's what they did. Even though there was no DNA on that cap that they found at the site that linked back to Williams. Oh. They just had no evidence. Right. But for whatever reason, they pinned it on this brother. So he finally got his parole granted in October of 2019 based on that evidence. And then in July of 2021, they... Um, the Richmond County Supreme Court overturned the conviction, and then the state of New York just recently settled a separate claim for $5 million. So mm-hmm. sounds like at least, I don't know if that was in addition to, right. so either he's walking away with a total of $12 million, mm-hmm. or it was $7 million total, and this was $5 million for right. the separate settlement. But Wow. Even though that sounds like a lot of money, but you can't take away those years. No. Lord have mercy. There is no amount of millions. You probably missed out on a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the family you could have had. Yeah. The things you could have done. Right. You know, all the things in your family that you never got to be a part of, people who passed on, you weren't there for. You know, it's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know that's got to do a lot to your mind. Oh, sure. That messes with your mental state. Mm-hmm. And then try to get back into society. You go fill out the case. Okay, where you been for twenty years? Um. Yeah, what had happened was. Yeah. And like he was saying, you know, all along, well, for twenty three years, he's been telling people that he was innocent. Right. But of course, most people in jail say they're innocent. Now I wonder, did he have any criminal past or anything like that? You know. I don't know. That's I hate to say it, but sometimes that 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 um. You know, yeah, your past will weigh you down. Yeah, it'll work against you. I don't know. Wow. What was the brother's name again? Um, dang, I just had it right here. Grant Williams. Grant Williams? Mm-hmm. Grant Williams. God bless you, my brother. I was just going to say the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hope to see your name again somewhere. Yeah, doing something good. Yeah, I mean, it could be a good documentary. It could be a film person. He could he could go into a lot of things there. He has the money to do it, so. 
Yeah. Um, hopefully he does the right thing with the money. I hope so. Yeah. All right, Papa Didi. You've got the lead story of the week. Go ahead. Well, this talks about another school shooting this time in Texas. And it's becoming uh, pretty routine. Yeah. 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 And, uh, this this story is so ironic because it was a well I guess the last I, I think a couple of stories ago had the same beginning also with somebody killing a family member and then going there and doing that but this guy spoke on everything he was doing uh, the vic the victims uh, that were fatally shot at the Texas Elementary School uh, Tuesday included 19 children at least five of whom were fourth graders and two teachers trying to protect them at the uh, Rob R O B B Elementary School in uh what's that called? Uval? Mm-hmm. U Valley. Yeah. Uval West of uh, West of San Antonio. And it was uh just before killing nineteen children and two teachers in the Texas Elementary School Tuesday, eighteen year old gunman allegedly uh texted a girl who lived in Germany about his intentions. That's crazy. Which is really ironic. Yeah. According to screenshot reviewed by CNN, an interview with a 15-year-old girl who said that she had uh, been in contact with the gunman for weeks. Oh, this is very interesting. For weeks? She'd been yeah, talking to him? what it says. Now, who is this? This is a, you said a 15-year-old 15-year-old girl, girl in Germany? In Germany. who have been in contact with him for weeks. Oh, man. Ramos said, complained about the grandmother being on the phone with AT&T about my phone. And six minutes later, he texts, I just shot my grandmother in the head. Mm. Seconds after that, he said, I'm going to shoot up at elementary school right now. Mm. Mm. So these are all things that are, like, evident and interesting. And uh, I personally think this should be given more attention when it happens instead of people thinking it's just a prank this, a prank that. Well, we yeah, haven't been yeah. pranked enough. Anyway, the girl who lives in Frankfurt said that she began chatting with Ramus on a social media app on uh, May 9th, okay? Now, she doesn't inform anybody, apparently, with this happening on the, uh, you know, what was that, a few days ago. That was, like, what, two weeks ago? You no, know I'm saying with the incident, the oh. shooting happening a few days ago. Right. On the, what, 24th or so, mm. 23rd, whatever it was. Right. Anyway, they had, they had been starting, they had held conversations on May 9th, which was a few weeks ago. Ramos sent the girl selfie videos and discussed a plan to go visit her in Europe, according to the videos and text messages. The girl whose mother gave permission for her <clears throat> to be interviewed said that she spoke to Ramos daily on FaceTime. Wow. Okay. From Germany. So they're just... From Germany. Okay. Oh. Even though man Hence why was Grandma was on the phone with AT&T because the bills right through the roof. Anyway, she said she also communicated with him via a social live stream app and played games with him on a gaming app. In their conversation, she said he asked about her life in Germany. He looked happy and comfortable talking to me, the girl said. Mm -hmm. All right? But apparently the girl didn't tell nobody about anything. Mm -hmm. So anyway, the texts to the girl are similar to the message that uh, Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott said uh, Ramos wrote on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, those disturbing writings, Abbott said, came as a 
subject intended, intensely shot his grandmother, drove to a nearby uh, Robb Elementary School, forced his way inside an adjacent classroom, and opened fire at a group of kids and fatally shot two teachers. I guess it was the teacher and one was the uh, the, the uh, student, the teacher's assistant. Oh, yeah. And um, forced his way back to a barricade room. Mm-hmm. away from the Border Patrol while Border Patrol police closed in, and they fairly shot him. This is all Abbott's saying, but it seemed like Abbott threw some misled information from the beginning, but anyway. With 21 dead and 17 others injured, the attack was the deadliest school shooting in almost a decade and shook a nation still reeling from the mass shooting just 10 days ago in Buffalo, New York. Wow. Yeah, Tuesday's massacre is the second deadliest shooting since 2012 when 26 children in the Delta were killed at uh, Shady Hook Elementary School. It was at least the uh, 30th shooting at a K-12 through school in 2022, according to CNN tally. So this this is really deep with that whole situation with that girl in Germany because Wow. That you know, here in light of that, just to discuss it for a minute, here in light of that, you know, this girl had a front row seat on a crazy man, and yeah. took it as you know, and what gives me a lot of, the, and I call them kids, of course, and um, what gives me is that they're talking about stuff that I, it doesn't make me old fashioned or make me out of touch, but they're talking about different things. Um, different social uh, live streaming apps and all this other stuff, things that are like, first of all, I know this stuff isn't free. Mm-hmm. And if it is, like, who's paying for this? Right. And and you're talking to somebody in Germany and you're, you're going overseas with stuff. You're running somebody's bill up in some respect. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, they're not, they're not free at all. You know, they're, they're not, cell phones aren't free, especially when you, cross lines as far as overseas. Even when people go to Aruba, somewhere like that, sometimes you got to call your carrier and tell them, yeah, that you're going there. I'm yeah. going somewhere. Yeah, right. So look, you need to give me this package. Okay, that'd be unlimited $25 and it'll be on your bill. Right. You know, but you still try to limit it when you're there. Mm-hmm. You know, call and talk to who necessary. So it's just going to show me that the the there's a group of people in this world that are so out of touch, it's not even funny. I agree. There's a group of people in this world that ain't talking to the adults at all. They have totally disassociated themselves from adults. And you had to get to the point now as an adult to say to yourself, do I want to keep being bothered? You know, because we, and I could discuss it a little later, you know, in my segment where do we want to keep advising young people on the right things to do? You know? I'm not speaking on a shooting shooting situation. I always try to avoid something like that. Mm-hmm. But just just period when it comes to young people doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everybody has a niece, nephew, uncle, brother, sister, whatever, that is somewhat out of control with their behavior. I'm not talking about violent killing behavior. I mean just shiftlessness and doing their own thing, not listening, not paying attention, don't want to work, whatever the case may be with them. And you say to yourself, man, am I, I'm trying to waste my time because I care about this person, but this shit is making me old. 
You know, this shit is working on my heart, my lungs, my 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 everything inside of me. You know, and it's but that's just, that's something on a whole nother level. But speaking on the young lady who was speaking to this guy, I just feel she had information that should have been shared with somebody, mm-hmm. and she looked at it with like it was some kind of excitement. I was just going to say she probably thought it was cute, mm-hmm. and she was mm-hmm. interested in that. Because I hate to say it, but when I'm watching certain things on TV, I noticed that the people, they're not about anything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a woman wants attention. She's not getting attention from someone, so she's attracted to this particular male, and he excites her, and yeah. they get in a relationship, and once that happens, bam. This bam, I don't have a job, nothing. Mm-hmm. You want to go crack somebody in the head and go rob them. Because you don't have no job, you don't have pot to piss in you, nothing. Yeah. And it's just sad that people gravitate to nothing. Don't you want better? Don't you yeah. want more for yourself? You know, it's just, it's yeah, just sad. Right. You know, their, their minds are just, hey, grandma wasn't paying me any attention, so I'm going to get on the phone or whatever. Yeah. Talk to somebody in Germany. Um, they did say, well, he, he did, the, the guy, he he left school. He he um, dropped out of school. Right. Then he was working at Wendy's. But that's not paying no, no bills for Germany. Yeah, that's not real money. <laughs> grandma was probably upset. And he probably lied and said, Mom, uh, Grandma, that's not me. Hmm. You know. Um, well, he lived with his grandmother. She knew it probably was him, but he probably lied and said, No, I didn't. I didn't. Pushed the bill up, so she was probably on the phone trying to figure out, well, who was, who was doing it. Yeah. Right. And once she found out, oh, she got to go. I got to kill her. So he's going to shoot her in the head and take her truck. That was, oof. And then you you, uh, you mad because of that. And I'm quite sure there were some other things that fester in him that he was mad about. Um, so why are you going to kill some kids? Why? Exactly. Like, what I did the kids do? Go in the freaking backyard and do what you need to do to self. Stop, you know, messing with these yeah. people. Just people. Just and it's even sadder that it, these kids were like ten years old. And these kids were honor roll kids. You see them holding their uh, certificates and stuff. They had been doing well academically, yeah. Yeah. so these kids were trying to. Mm-hmm. make themselves better and do better and achieve something. Yeah. And then he just comes in there like a lawnmower and just, boom. You know. Wipes it all away. Yeah. And then the people that, uh, when it gets deeper now and gets up into Washington with the politicians and all, they're looking at it as, you know, first they're looking at the location and the people and, the you know, the fact that they're of a, Hispanic uh, population, right? So I don't think it's given as much. It's given sympathy, but I don't think it's given as much attention sure. as it would the if it was, uh, that if it it was a private school right. with a, with some prominent, uh, you know, Caucasian kids in there. But that got more attention. Not that I support anybody getting shot in any level of uh, financial status, but you know, what does it take to get people's attention? What does it takes to wake people up. You know, all so these, for us to know. go back out here, the BLM, the Black Lives Matter, to start marching again or some other organization because we're just sick and tired. I mean, when you start hearing white folks saying these things that they're sick and tired, like this coach was talking, he's sick and tired. 
Because it yeah. happened within his family. I mean, even though his father got killed over there in another country, but still, when enough is enough, you know, we, we're not sick and tired yet. That's apparently that that. Because it ain't it ain't doing nothing to wake people up. Nobody is. It ain't hitting people close to home, or hit, hitting their constituents close to home. Yeah. They say, where is this in Texas? No, what Dallas? No, Houston? No, a little town down in all. Yeah, outside of Austin. Outside of Austin, outside of San Antonio, a little place, population about uh, 150,000. You know, they they always put stuff to the lowest denomination they could find it, and that's the that's the priority that they give it once they analyze who was there. And, but I don't think that they've learned, heard the last of this community because this community is tight, and these people are mad, and they they haven't yeah. heard the last of this. And, and this is during an election year. This is during yeah. election time, and... Um, mm-hmm. And you haven't, I haven't heard anything from Donald Trump since this happened. Okay, he ain't opened up his mouth. He he is closed mouth big time. He will, you will not. And Texas angry. is his spot. And then you got Cruz talking his little jet. And then Rubio, oh my lord, he was dancing to the beat. He was saying, well, "What about the people buying? What about people buying guns in, at at the different um, gun shows and things?" Well, that's not going to stop that, though. Whatever we sign, Bill, it's not going to stop all that. The guns are still going to get out there. I said, well, well, then then sign something. But I tell you, NRA is so far up Rubio's butt, it's not even funny. He can't even. Here's what I want to know. Why does any citizen in anywhere in the United States need to have an assault weapon? AR-15. I don't understand. Why do you need that? It's not. You would think those types of weapons should be quote unquote only for the military. Exactly. We shouldn't be able to. That's get where those. they started. I thought. Right. Just, just. I can see maybe a rifle because you're in the woods. Right. And a pistol. Or a handgun. Right. Some sort. But all of these machine type things, oh, yeah. automatic, semi-automatic, yeah. anything that can rapid fire right. at somebody. Why does anybody? Who's a normal, regular citizen even need that? They even uh, I don't understand why that's even allowable. Right. I, I just don't get it. I heard them talking earlier. They were talking to the family that made the father that created this particular assault rifle, mm-hmm. and he's deceased now. But the family put out a statement saying that he probably be rolling over in his grave because it mm-hmm. was not intended for this type of uh, you exactly know, uh, thing. He he was a hunter. And that's where he came up with the idea of of, of this particular um, weapon. I I even question that. And I mean, all, a real hunter, you don't you're not supposed to be I out there you, trying to annihilate animals. You're out there hunting, you know, targeting, and all of that. Why do you need something that can go? Da, 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 da. What are you trying to take out a whole herd? And that AR-15 <laughs> doesn't make sense. That that gun is such conversation amongst the masses. I mean, I would hear, you know, on my job, different coworkers talking about that gun like it was the end gun to buy. Mm. Where it was just, it was just, it was their thing. It was their thing. They, well, yeah, I got one. Yeah, I got one. I got one. Yeah, it really it's is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a fascination. Everybody feel like they have to have, and it's, and they all. Then you move out to the suburbs somewhere, and you got. Three, four guns in key places in your house because you're expecting who? Who are you expecting to knock on your door? Who are you expecting to come in your window? 
hell, the whole neighborhood looks like you. So I guess anything that comes through the air that has another color skin or another look or another disposition, you're just going to blow their asses away and ask questions later. But you live in a neighborhood that you have got together with your own constituents and neighbors, and you made the neighborhood look exactly like you. And you're content with that neighborhood, but everybody's house has a foursome of guns in it. But that's what happened with the guy with the the Aubrey case. Mm-hmm. They hunted this man down, like you said. They didn't want this element in their neighborhood. Yeah, trapped him up and everything. Even though and, uh, I, he was wrong as far as going in that house and being nosy, mm-hmm. but that doesn't give you the right to shoot this man down like like he was some kind of dog or some kind of exactly. animal. Exactly. I wouldn't do an animal that way. You know. And I saw Beto O'Rourke get thrown out of the press conference because mm-hmm. he called uh, Governor Abbott out in Texas mm-hmm. and was saying, you're not doing anything right. to, to fix this. Why don't Believe you me. do something about it? Abbott, they shut him down and told security, right. get him out of here. Abbott's going to win that election because they're going to rig that gov- They're going to rig that election so bad. Oh, boy. Believe me, them voting machines... Them voting machines and all this stuff is going to be so rigged. Because the way that his constituents was on stage talking to O'Rourke like that, or mm-hmm. O'Rourke, what's his name, O'Rourke? O'Rourke. They were, they were calling him, you know, they was like, ah, get out of here, you're out of line, you're an embarrassment, you such a such son of a bitch. I was like, But there wow. were also people in the audience that were saying, let him speak. And yeah, they were well. cheering for him, saying, you know, they wanted to hear what he had to say. So there's still some people that are sane in the state of Texas. But you know what? Them people, them people in the government, they have those election booths and everything completely rigged. The mailing cool. is rigged. What, what, App is going to win that stuff hands down, and it's going to be. That sounds like a familiar tune. Yeah. Red Wine and I, we used to watch what? How to Scandal. Scandal. And yeah. How to Get Away with Murder. It's like, wow. It's. You start opening your eyes to a lot of things. Like, yeah. wow. Like, yeah, it may be television, but if they wrote it, they got the idea from somewhere. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. All righty. Well, I'm not even going to repeat the same old line about our thoughts and prayers, yeah. you know, because it's enough already. Enough is I think enough. Congress needs to finally put some legislation in, in place to shut down these automatic weapons. They need background checks for people that are buying them if they're not going to shut them down altogether. Because that dude just turned, what, 18 recently and went and bought that gun. The one that just killed these people in Texas. Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. Two guns. They said they want to stop, stop, you know, certain states, they want to stop um, doing that. 18 years old. I'm sorry, Walmart. Walmart said they were going to stop. Oh but see, to, it, it, what's the point if if not everybody gets on the same page? Because if you money. say in one state, well, we won't sell this because we're going to take a stand. Well, if that means if, if I'm a crazy person that wants to do this, I'll just drive across state lines but like happened, many of these killers do. But what happened if a young black kid come in here and want to buy two guns like he did 18 years Well, ago? you know what? What would happen? It'll probably shake them down. A, a comedian did say that. He said, why don't we... All, you know, black folks go out there and start buying guns. They'll yeah, change the law then. But would we be allowed? That's a good question. Hmm. Would we be allowed? I mean, because if we're, the rule we're is being... the rule, then the rule is the rule. Yeah, right. but no, but we, no, the rules don't pertain to us, believe me. 
if we went in there and we had $100 bills and first thing I said, where did you get that money from? Or where did you get this here? What are you going to yeah. do with this gun? Where, 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 no, we don't want you know, the drug get money all here. The, I'm telling you, hey, it would be, it'd be totally a whole different story. That person probably went in there at 8 o'clock in the morning. He probably knew the salesperson. Wow. And by the time that the, the deal was done, he was out the door with the guns. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, you, it's, it's amazing. But you, like you were talking earlier, Pop, about private entities, I remember um, maybe a couple of years ago, um, a gun store, they moved away out of this particular state because the state had had a stipulation that each gun store had to have a camera in it. They said, oh. nope, we don't want that. So they moved. They shut that joint down. They moved to the next state. Mm. I was mm-hmm. like, that don't make no sense. See? And to my point, if you're not going to do the same thing across the board from state to state, mm-hmm. it, it becomes pointless. Mm-hmm. If one state or a handful of states decide we're going to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but everybody else doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. It's we not going to really fix it. The government does anything. I think it should go from state to state. So if you cross the line, you say, for instance, you go to Connecticut somewhere, mm-hmm. and Connecticut says you can't buy any guns, you've got to be three days waiting, whatever, whatever the stipulation is. Right. Then, like you said, they're going to go somewhere else, but at least these types of incidents will not happen in Connecticut, in, in this particular state. No, it just means they won't buy it in Connecticut. That means they'll just go to Massachusetts or New York but or Rhode Island, they, they should get the gun, right. and if they really want to kill people in Connecticut, but that, that's they will drive right. back and do it. That's happening right now in um, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Indiana, people going to Indiana to buy this stuff in mass mm-hmm. and come back to Chicago because, wow. you know, Indiana and Chicago is right next to each other. So people going over to Indiana to... to um, gun shows and stuff like that, and they'll get pillowcases full of guns because that's where they come out of those gun shows with. They say a pillowcase is the easiest thing to carry a bunch of guns in because you can ball it up. It don't make no noise. And they take it down in this, into, into um, the south side of Chicago, and they find a, a brother in a gang, and they get with them, and they sell them all the guns they want to buy. You know, first they go and file the serial numbers off of it, take it in the hood and sell it, and I mean, it's like anything wow. else. I mean, selling guns is almost just like selling weed. Sure. You know, you go to the gun show and you buy 16 guns. You go down, you go over 16 guns, let's say you, you spend five grand for 16 guns. Mm-hmm. But then you make five grand back on on eight guns in the hood. Right. And you still got eight guns left for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just like drugs is not worse. They're making their money, mm-hmm. trying to turn over their money. Mm-hmm. Once you oh, file the serial number off, it's fair game. Mm-hmm. And here's the brothers in the hood waiting to buy it off that white guy. Yeah, I know his white guy. I Man, can't, bring I can't up, do up, it up, anymore. I can't do it. It's it's a mess. The world is a complete mess. And where are all these guns coming from? These brothers ain't going to those stores and buying it. These drugs, these guns is coming into D.C., right. into the neighborhood. You know. The manufacturers weren't cranking them out so fast and so quick. They well, can't keep up with the demand, especially those freaking ghost guns. They can't keep up demand. You look on that site, they're sold yeah, out sure. of just about every ghost gun there is. No, I'm sure. It's ridiculous. And bullets are sold out, I'm sure, too. Mm. You probably couldn't buy a 9 millimeter yeah, gun. Yeah, you know, now clips. that you can print a gun with a 3D printer, that's where the ghost guns are coming from. People are printing guns. Manufacturers are creating guns. 
people are illegally selling and buying guns. They just gun happy. And then they sit back and scratch their head like, why are there so many shootings? Uh, duh. Like, duh. Do you really not understand the answer to that? Okay. It's time for a cocktail. Oh, my gosh. Yes, indeedy. Is that, that's a lot. Okay. Oh, help our country. Well, this is uh, cocktail of the week, week, week. Yes, kettle. I'm sorry. And now we go to kettle. <laughs> These guns got me going. Now we go to kettle with the cocktail of the week. Week, week. All right. This is interesting uh, mix here. This is called the Huncho Flow. Um, hmm. Martell Blue Swift uh, Cognac. BSOP. Hmm. Um, eight parts. Oh. Ah. Okay. Is that a punch? <laughs> it says for one person. What? Uh, vanilla peach third. Um, water. It has to be. It has to be a punch. There's 32 parts of, of water. Oh my gosh. Uh, two yeah. peaches. Uh, vanilla bean. Uh, uh, the seeds are removed. It's called. This is called um, demerara sugar. It's a type of um, uh, raw sugar. Extracted from um, sugar cane, huh. and Fancy. also um, peach for garnish. So uh, also uh, garnish with a peach slice and serve in a, in a rock glass. Mm. But um, that has to be a punch, yeah. Eight parts of the uh, Martell Blue Swift. That's interesting. Mm. Sounds pretty good. BSOP, so it's going to be smooth. The one part of the uh, vanilla peach syrup, 32 parts of water, Peaches and the vanilla bean removed the sugar and the peach for garlic. Okay. So that's the Huncho Flow. Huncho? H U N C H O. Huncho. 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 Huncho Flow. Okay. Sounds involved, but it sounds good. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that's the cocktail of the week, the Huncho Flow. Uh. Brought to you by DC Homegrown, our parent company, and cattle. Thank you so much for that. All right, Papa Diddy, coming to you. What's popping? Break it down for us. I tell you what, I'm just uh, I'm still focused on the election. What the hell is that shit? That's the guns. All right, we're off the guns now. What's popping, Papa Didi? I'm just focused on this election in November. Okay. You know, this is this is a very this year is going to be the midtown election, the midterm elections, November eighth, two thousand twenty-two are going to be very interesting. It's going to show where where things are, where people are, who is going to. It seems like conceding to a relate to a to an election is just out of the question anymore. Yeah. Nobody says, you know, I like to thank my partner for beating me, and I mean, I like to congratulate my partner. Nobody does that anymore. Mm-hmm. Trump has told people, don't concede, don't concede, don't concede. Just like the, the race in Pennsylvania with Doctor Oz. Mm-hmm. That joint oh, is still yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. That yeah, thing, they're doing a recount. They're wow, recounting it. Wow. They're going. You know, first of all, <laughs> why don't? How come people don't say, all right, well, all right, man, forget about. It. I'm. I'll get back at you in four years. That that's out of the question anymore. And these are grown men, which I don't understand. I don't understand how people let one person like a Donald Trump 
set the narrative for how you was raised by your mama. You know what I mean? How you was raised in life, it really dictates your attitude or your personality toward a situation. That's where the whole term comes from, being a sore loser, you know, being humble and all these things. These are things we learned as a child growing up. But then all of a sudden you become a politician and everything that you learned from your parents and your forefathers is out the window because you're trying to follow suit from a, a person like Donald Trump that's been dragged through the mud his whole life. Mm. And now sometimes when I look at politicians today, I can see in their face that that's just a facade with them. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to be what Donald Trump wants them to be. But the guy who's the majority leader, the gray hair, I forget his name, uh, Munchen or whatever his name is. Mitch McConnell? No, not Mitch McConnell. The other guy. Kevin uh, McCartney? McCartney. McCartney. Mm-hmm. He, he looks like he's not a bad person at all. He's faking it in his face. Trump then made him an evil bastard, and he only want to be it. Because sometimes when something goes on, he says, oh, no, that, that was a bad thing. Huh? Then all of a sudden, he got to change his mind and change his tone. Because it got out that he's actually being nice. So now he's got to change his tone and be a jerk off because Trump is watching. Trump is like the Messiah. He's just like sprinkling all the crap. Then he gets on the air. And he called the poor guy Kemp, who won, thank God, Kemp won the primary to run against the young lady, the black lady in Georgia for governor. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. But he wanted the guy, um, what's his name? It wasn't Purdue, it was, uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Purdue. Purdue. He wanted Purdue to win, and Purdue got his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Rolly. Yeah. So now what does Trump say about that? You going to kiss Kemp's ass again? Because that's all you got. Because you sure don't want, you sure don't want, you sure don't want, what's the girl's name? Abe, Stacy. Oh, no, you ain't going to cross Stacey Abrams. I'm just saying, no, Trump sure doesn't want Stacey. Mm-mm. So now what you going to do, Trump? You going to re-kiss Kemp's ass? Probably so. Since you tried to get your boy Purdue to go against him, and now he lost, so what you going to do now? So Trump will do that. He'll he'll say, look, Kemp, I know we had our, tr- we had our troubles. You called me a fucking jerk off right on air. Wow. You called me a turncoat? Yeah, Kemp's a turncoat. He wouldn't. Give me the votes I needed in Georgia. Yeah, he's a coward. But now you're up against Stacey. So are you going to re-love Kemp again, or what you going to do, Trump? Yeah, you ain't got no fail. choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got your boy and you got the black girl. Which one you want to choose? So, I mean, it's, it's, how, it's how we put ourselves in a position. And then you got Dr. Oz. Let's mess with him for a minute. Mm-hmm. Comes out of nowhere. Okay, I guess this little bubble and fizzle that Oprah gave him. With all his doctor stuff, he done took that to the max. He done talked about weight loss shit. The doctor said, man, please, what the hell are you talking about? You're going to try to kill somebody with all that crazy weight loss stuff that Dr. Oz is coming up with. Mm-hmm. He had to cut that out. Mm-hmm. Then he said, well, Mayor, should run for all. What the, what you doing, Dr. Oz, running out of shit to do? Because <laughs> Oprah ain't fucking with you no more. She done retired. <laughs> He's like, fuck you, Dr. Phil, and the other girl. Who's your girl, the cook? Oh, Rachel, Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray. Oprah mm-hmm. said, look, fuck all y'all. I made all y'all rich. Now I'm retired. Whether y'all mm-hmm. sink or swim, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> you know? Even the other gay boy that does the housing and shit, does the, does the house and fixes up. Oh, there. what is his name? You know, yeah. Nate. Yeah, Nate. Nate, Nate, Nate yeah, yeah, Nate Burke. Burke. Right. Yeah. All them motherfuckers. Oprah ain't fuck with none of them no more. 
Hey, yo, look, I put all y'all in a position. Don't call me. Mm-hmm. I'll call you. So now Dr. Oz ran out of shit to do is what I'm, the point I'm making. Oh, gotcha. Now he's trying to run for office. Then, <laughs> then what gets me, just like everybody else, he think he's, he thinks he's grown. Mm. Just like uh, your boy, um, the football player. Oh, Herschel. Herschel Walker. They think they're grown. But they're trying to do like Barack Obama. they trying to jump over Congress and go straight to senator. Because, you know, Barack ain't never been no congressman. Right. He won't break the senator. So these white folks feel like, ah, oh, yeah, Trump can do it, I can do it. And Donald Trump told your football player boy, Herschel Walker, no, go for senator. Why don't you go Congress? You know, Barack did it. Barack did it. Barack did it. Look at Trump. Trump ain't fuck with Congress or senator. He was straight to be president. Yeah. He ain't fuck with none of that. So, it, you know, it's amazing when in life you... I don't think I could ever in my life be led by anybody. Mm-hmm. That's just not my forte. It's just it's not my thing. I mean, in, in life and in relationships and all, but just not not in the job market or anywhere like that or in life. But some of these people are truly being led. These politicians, boy, they are they are living off of Trump. The anchor people for Fox News. Oh, yeah. God, I just wonder sometimes. God forbid, what would happen if something happened to Trump? What happened if Trump if if, Maybe if, up shit's freak, I guess. if he perished one day? What what would be the what would be the you know? They'd be on to the next thing. I don't think there's another white folk that can get out there strong as Trump and say the shit that he says and get away with it. I don't think they have the balls to say it. Even Marjorie Green, she'll let some air out of her sails if Trump ever stepped right. off. Cause they all living for that anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving that because we we got some difficult days ahead of us. So. Yep. Vote accordingly in November. Vote accordingly in November because the handwriting's on the wall. Ooh. Yeah, it's a mess coming down the road. I just hope people get out and vote. I really hope that. Yeah, they really have to because this midterm. I hope that people, if you win, you win fair and square. Let it just be what it is. 11 o'clock at night, say, I'd like to thank my opponent for a good race and, you know, congratulations. But no. Yeah, if you lose, lose gracefully. Get a recount. Don't know. Just Trump. No, I don't got say Oh, yeah. my God. Yelling about how rich Stacey it was. Abram is going to have to kick Kemp's ass in order for him not to want to recount. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Well, I hope she brings it. Bring it strong, Stacey. Yeah, yeah she's a All beast. Right. Well, we're going to lighten it up. I got some weird news for you. Okay. It's crazy as always. I got one about FDA clears underwear that promises to pr- protect from sexually transmitted uh, infections. That's what they say, and FDA cleared it. So I guess that must make it right. Uh, in a startling new development from the Food and Drug Administration, a new line of underwear that promises protection against some sexually transmitted infections has been cleared. According to Staten Island Live, these vanilla-scented latex underwear made by a company called Laurels or Laurels is meant to act as a barrier during oral sex to protect intimate partners from the spread of STDs, including herpes, gonorrhea, and syphilis. Now, the advertisement was made to help interested people understand how the product works. 
It says protection is single-use, natural latex undies that block the transmission of bodily fluids, harmful pathogens, and sexually transmitted infections. And uh, the Dr. Jean Marazzo said oral sex is not totally risk-free, and she's from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. And uh, it says the products are important for all those that are sexually active, but that these products are important for teenagers who are initiating their first sexual activity with oral sex. She noted that the underwear could reduce anxiety and increase pleasure around that particular behavior for people of all ages. Uh, The Laurel's underwear have been the only product authorized, according to the FDA, for protection during oral sex. Before that, there was this thing called a dental dam, which is the rectangular sheet of latex that forms a barrier between the mouth and genitals. So I'm still trying to figure out. I said, maybe I'm just slow. (laughs) I just don't understand. I'm like, so they're underwear, and they're saying to protect against oral sex. I mean, to protect you during oral sex. So I guess this is something that for those participating in oral sex that you you don't move the underwear, you go like through it without breaking the latex. I, I mean, I need somebody to explain this to me because I don't understand. So the weird news, I don't know, you got me. Unless you, unless it's, the only thing I can think of is like edibles maybe, but if they're not being eaten. Okay. Help us out, Papa. <laughs> I'm too young for this subject. Okay, well, I'm going to let it go then. So anyway, yeah, if anybody is looking for that kind of stuff, there's something out there for you. Yeah, have at it. Because I don't understand. I don't understand. The I don't understand. All right, I got the next one here. Hundreds of people named Josh Coburge in Nebraska to battle. Okay. A, cu- a couple of hundred people um, grabbed their pool noodles and headed to a Nebraska park again this weekend to battle over the right to the name Josh. The event started as an online joke when Josh Swain from Tuscan, Arizona, sent out a tweet challenging anyone who shared his name to fight over it. After it took on on a life of his own, Swain turned it into a real event last year at the random coordinates uh, he included in his original notes. Um, it happened to be at Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, the enthusiasm from everybody here was just incredible. That's what he's saying. Several of the competitors this year donned costumes, including masks, animal suits, and football helmets, before heading wow. out to Bowling Lake Park. Um, but that wasn't enough. Um, to the five-year-old Josh Benson Jr., who defended his title as the number one Josh. Okay. Saturday's event raised nearly $21,000. Okay. For Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Omaha, and the owners of the Josh Sellers wine label pledged to match that amount with a donation of their own. Okay. How 
they come up with these things? The hospital said it plans to share some of the donations with the Joshua uh, Collinsworth Memorial Foundation that promotes water safety with its Josh the Otter mascot who attended Saturday's battle as well. What okay. in the world? There's a number of factors in this crazy world, Swain said. I think that the hope is to keep um, this trend going, that we can keep the good times rolling. All right. Having a good time and putting some money to use. Okay. So, wait, I'm trying to make sure I get this. So, the Joshes, people by the name of Josh. Right. They're fighting over this name, Josh. They were with pool noodles. Those foam, long foam things, those noodles. That's oh, what is that what that is? If that's what you said. Oh. You said a pool noodle. That's what a that's pool noodle is? That's those, you know, things you can hold on to and float in the pool. Oh, in the pool. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess know. they were using them like swords. I guess. Give them something to do. Okay. Interesting. That That's... Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm, and then I'm wondering, how in the world did you turn that into a fundraiser? Well, did they became, pick up a collection, or did they charge so. people to be a part of it? That's a good question. They just donated. This year they donated, uh, wait a minute, this year donned costumes. So they wore costumes. Um, but they raised, okay. and they also was raising money for the Children's Hospital Medical Center in Omaha. And the owners of Josh Scheller's, I mean, I guess a lot of people look at Facebook, yada, yada, see certain things. And they just start giving back. This Josh Sellers wine wanted to pledge to match it. So, yeah, you know, I guess in the I just wondered, like, how did they connect it to a fundraiser? But anyway, okay. Just by the name of Josh. Battle of the Joshes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Papa Didi, what's your weird news? Go ahead. You don't even know. Papa Didi, you're up. I'm up, okay. <laughs> All right. to Papa Didi. Hello. Hey, I'm here. Okay. Come on now. I'm good. We need you to focus. What's your good news? <laughs> I was focused. I was, okay, uh, my mistake. I was researching my story. Oh, okay. That was good, wasn't it? That yeah, was, it was a political very good. move. Anyway, uh, <laughs> bars get rid of flushing toilets, okay. A trending bar has done away with flushing toilets in an effort to help save the environment. Okay. Oh. And now asks customers to throw sawdust down on top of their business. <laughs> huh? Red wine, you're bringing up. Did you pull the story? What? I'm trying to understand what you're saying there. Wait a minute. I said a so trending bar. So they got bar. rid of the... The flushing toilets. The flushing toilets, and they're they're telling their patron, patriots to throw sawdust down on top of their business. All right, now. So they, excuse my language, they shitting in the hole. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm getting to it. Right, Frank's Cafe opened up in 2009 on, on the top floor of the uh, Peckham Levels, a southeast London-created hub for independent businesses that operate out of an old car park. Mm-hmm. And after deciding, after deciding, more needed to be done to tackle unnecessary water wastage. Wastage, really. The venue has opted to ask uh, punters to be more environmentally uh, sustainable by installing ego toilets that were supplied by Compop 
solutions. Okay, the toilet consists of wooden shelves with the seat fits to it, and beside the seat is a metal bucket, okay, fitted with sand dust and a metal cup, which oh you use to scoop the wood chips up and throw them down when you finish. Sound like some medieval stuff. All right, wooden shelf with a seat fixed to it, and beside the seat is a metal bucket filled with sawdust and a metal cup, which you use to scoop the wood chips up and throw them on top when you finish. Okay, the spokesman for Compot Solutions says, as an organic farm, we understand how important it is to cut down on numbers of chemicals used for waste treatment. So they're going to go total fucking barbaric. Anyway, by uh, omitting the use of any chemicals, compass solutions allow the waste to break down naturally. The nutrients can then be returned to the soil as a reusable fertilizer, so like animal fertilizer. Okay. Compass solution claims that the sawdust element eliminates any odors from the deposits, and they also celebrate that there is no chemical smell. Really? Okay, so you don't have to use masks or anything like that. Mm. All right, and the staff of Frank's Cafe, which looked out, which looks out, looks over London, which looks out over London, and is only open during uh, selective summer months, have pledged to check the unique toilet every half hour to make sure that everything's in good condition. So, go mm-hmm. figure that situation out. I'd, I'd love to see that in action, really. I don't I don't want to go anywhere so, near it. They just, like I said again, they just shitting in a hole. They shit in a bucket. And they put and they sawdust over it. Sawdust over it. And, and they say the, the sawdust bucket. breaks it down naturally, and it's supposed to keep the smell down. <sighs> really? But who handles all this stuff? Yeah, that's a good question. And for it to become fertilizer, I'm like, so does it land on the ground? Is it like how they how are they captured anyway? In the bucket. They capture in the bucket. bucket, and then they so, dump it to to the to the mother earth. But they don't want to pay no water bill. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Uh, yeah, that just sounds nasty to me. Okay. It sounds nasty and unsanitary. And I would stop going to that establishment if I went to use the bathroom and saw a bucket with a scoop and some sawdust next to it. I'd be like, no, I cannot stay here. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that wraps up the weird news for this Friday. Whew. I think I'm grateful that that wrapped up the weird news because that was downright nasty. All right. Well, let's see. What you saying, Papa D? We keep it rolling or yeah, we don't take a break? Okay. All right, then. Red line, you want to go in with your, uh, I'm just saying? Yeah, I will go right ahead with that. Because I'm going to talk about, um, I'm sure by now people might have already heard about this, but I'm going to still speak on it. Um, One of the good things about Juneteenth, which is coming up next month, uh, and as you all know, it has actually become a federal holiday, which took a lot of work for that to finally happen, but... You know, when it comes up, it at least it brings attention to the whole story behind the Juneteenth celebration. And that's a good thing. But one of the bad things is that it also brings opportunities for people to commercialize it and make money off of Juneteenth. 
So, on that note, last weekend, when the weather got really hot, pretty much all up and down the East Coast, I think, Walmart, I know some of y'all love some Walmart, but I'm going to talk about them. Walmart and all their greedy money grubbing released a Juneteenth ice cream, and they did it under their own private label, uh, which is called Great Value. And the carton, this is what got me, the carton for the ice cream was all decorated in red, black, and green colors, of course. And aside from how offensive it was to see a Juneteenth ice cream from the capitalists of Walmart, it had black and brown hands on it, high-fiving each other. One of the hands was a female with some bangles or jewelry, bracelets or something on the carton. But to add insult to the injury, Walmart jacked the flavor of the ice cream from a black-owned ice cream company. Now, the flavor of ice cream that they put in their Juneteenth ice cream was red velvet and cheesecake. Ironically, Walmart carries another brand of ice cream from a company that is black-owned called Creamalicious. And guess what flavor they carry? Red velvet and cheesecake. But their ice cream flavor, they call it uh, right as rain. I'm just saying, Walmart, you crossed the line. It was bad enough that you wanted to do a Juneteenth ice cream, but then you're going to jack the flavor from a black-owned ice cream company? You could have come up with something else if you were going to go down this alley. But to take the same flavor combination from a black-owned company, y'all crossed the line, man. I mean, how, first of all, could y'all not even come up with an original idea? But you're going to take what the one of the companies that you already carry. If you're going to steal an idea, steal one from some other company that you don't even carry. But you're going to steal from the company that you carry, so you're competing with one of the companies you carry. So basically, competing with yourself. How stupid is that? I'm like, y'all just too greedy now because you, you, you're not even thinking. But Walmart didn't stop there. They had an entire line of Juneteenth T-shirts, Juneteenth party decorations, Juneteenth um, balloons, and just all kind of stuff. I mean, they were just trying to get all the money they could make off of Juneteenth. And I'm like, come on, y'all. You're making money off of the pain and suffering of black people. And then you're going to laugh in our face and want us to buy this stuff? I'm like, come on, y'all. Either y'all think we're stupid or you stupid. But somewhere there's some stupid on the line. I just and, and, and what's interesting to me is that public opinion was saying, on the one hand, I don't see what the big deal is. You know, they commercialized Martin Luther King Day and all of these other things. But the thing about that, and I do see that, However, I just feel like Martin Luther King Day had more to do with celebrating when he was born. Juneteenth was something totally different. This had to do with the freedom of slaves. How the heck are you going to turn around and commercialize that? I just feel like some things just should not be sold. You know, there are just some things that just should not be sold. And if you're going to do it, how about you give some of the proceeds to some black organizations or some black projects or something black, but you put all the money into your own coffers? How is this right? 
I'm just trying to understand, like, really, Walmart, come on now. Y'all y'all really crossed the line. I, you know, they are multi, what, multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Do y'all have to get money off of everything? Seriously? I mean, this is the kind of company that will make money off of tragedy. Because this was a tragedy. Slavery was a tragedy. How are you profiting off of when these people finally found out that they had been free? You don't have a right to make money off of that, greedy whores. I'm just sick of this mess. Anyway, I'm going to get off of it. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, Walmart, you crossed the line for real this time. Just because now you later pulled the ice cream after you got roasted online about it, and the public wasn't feeling it. It doesn't mean that you learned anything. It just means you got busted. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Greedy Walmart. And that's almost like the incident with the, um, uh, what was the thing with the little, the monkey was on the shirt? Uh, what was that, H&M? H&M, you're right. Yeah, they just do stuff, and it gets out there, and they just don't care. Yeah. They just will profit off of it. And Yeah, you put a black child as a model in a shirt with a monkey on it, and then when people say that was racist, that was problematic, H&M was like, what, what? Yeah, what do we do? Like, like I think Papa Didi said it, who fights off on this? Exactly. Who says it's okay? I mean, you got one spectacle, one dot that's in the group and a bunch of white folks. It kind of reminds me when blackish and they're sitting around at the board table. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a satire type of thing, but this thing goes on. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, who signs off on these things and says, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do a Juneteenth whole thing. You know what gets me? We'll just do Juneteenth everything. The black people will buy it. We gotta move on. We gotta lock our show up. I was gonna say something like okay, that. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but um, one thing I'm saying is that you know Juneteenth was something that uh, that my father explained to me like years ago. You know, mm-hmm. and it took me until I got older to kind of realize where it was coming from, and to look at his age, being born 1924, that he was, to understand it and, and get the history of it. But what gets me is that as soon as it gets announced as a thing, and I, that's all I'll call it because that's the only thing people with these businesses thrive on is if something is a thing, mm-hmm. you know? Because people even say, well, is it that thing? You hear that all the time in the social world. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. And now they, they would jump on anything that they feel. A lot of these lazy-ass people that don't want to get out and work for a living, you know, they want any kind of hustle to come along, grab anything out of the air for their survival. And what gets me is that when you get Walmart, because, see, Walmart has, they don't have a union. They don't have anything they got to do with medical and all this shit for some of their employees. You know what I mean? I guess the ones that are in management and all mm-hmm. that. But you got some people that ain't got no representation at all, you know, because Starbucks and Walmart and all them – these these little young yuppies that run these companies can't don't want to pay them for that kind of shit. Right. They're like, Look, I'll hire you, but I ain't carrying you. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you can leave when you want. That's how these places feel. Okay. You work for Walmart? Yeah, okay. You want to you quit? Quit. There's 300 motherfuckers in line waiting for a job. Mm-hmm. That's how they think. 
Starbucks and all of them. You go to Starbucks, that could be your spot. You go to Starbucks, a six-month period in Starbucks, you will see different people behind that counter every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Whatever Sally, oh, you know, she left. No, she, she said, fuck it, and they didn't care. <laughs> so all I'm saying, to get to make my point, is that when my father sat down and told me about the whole Juneteenth situation with the freedom of the slaves and all that, and there was such unconnection to calendar days, Mm -hmm. okay, that we had with our intellect, that we were so ignorant to the fact, just like we was in the outdoor prison, so to speak. So we didn't know whether it was day, night, month, or day. We knew the month, Mm -hmm. but we didn't know the days of the week. Mm -hmm. So black folks said, oh, when, when, when were they free? Well, it was around the middle of the month. So it was Juneteenth to put it on the 19th like a teenager turns 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And so they said Juneteenth because people were so lacking intellect that they said the teenth just to give it a time frame in June. That's how that name got locked in. Right. Teenth. That was they the didn't, they didn't the know teens. what specific day it was. Before you got to the 20th. The teen, oh, it was the middle of the month when Lincoln freed the slaves. So y'all been free for when, 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 when were we free? It was back in June. What day? Uh, it was Juneteenth. You know, just like when, when people say, uh, when, when you use the term, um, 11 days, umpteen hours. Right. You know what I mean? You know the term with black folks? Mm-hmm. Hell, man, they, shit, they've been doing that 11 days, umpteen mm-hmm. hours. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? These these are the cutoff terms that we use that we've mastered. Or like down south, he ain't no kin to me. Or I ain't studying him. Mm-hmm. I ain't studying him. I ain't studying him. He ain't, ain't no kin to me. You know what I mean? We have had all kinds of our own terminologies that people have taken and capitalized on it yeah. so strong that it's unbelievable. That's what they do. Yeah, it's like the Martin Luther King thing. I mean, mm-hmm. when did they start doing... Um, you know, the shopping thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. There is really? MLK sales and all this. That's kind of supposed to be a reflection of people doing different things out there in the community. Right. People, people of color, we do that. Yeah. But and me... you may go in the store here and there, but you're not going in for no sale, really. I mean, it's about community. And we get it. Just like this Juneteenth. We get it. Right. Right. And now they're trying to take it. Right. And the white folks, they shouldn't have an opportunity to be an opportunist. Exactly. Why is Juneteenth written on anything? You know, when I got hip to it, when I get hip to it, I wasn't even talking about it. But then when it became national conversation, now people are trying to capitalize. I'm like, what do you know about Juneteenth? You don't know shit. Your parents sure didn't school you on it like mine did. Because I don't even know if it's in history books. I've never was. I've never yeah. seen it I in a history book. That's right. because it was an unknown situation that only right. black that was folks. All who, oral history. And it was people that because, like I tell you, if my father was born in twenty four and his parents was born in eighteen ninety five, then they knew. Mm-hmm. They knew what it was. So a lot of people didn't have to care about it because they didn't have that blackness in their family. So, and you know, one thing else I want to speak on too, which went very unnoticed. They just had a big thing at the Lincoln Memorial a couple of days ago where everybody was down there celebrating. They had color guards and everything walking around. You see on the news they were celebrating the Lincoln Memorial about Lincoln and all this stuff. It was about a week ago down mm-hmm. at the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. But they did not mention that three days before that, one of these white 
majority white high schools trashed the joint. Yeah, that I did hear about. They trashed it. Mm-hmm. Trash what? The, the Lincoln Memorial. Wow. Trashed it. Yep. Trash, bottles, alcohol. They had all kinds of shit. They just trashed the whole thing, the whole platform. And they said, well, when it was announced on, the, you know, the popular channel for news in, the, in D.C., they said, well, the, the high school that trashed the Lincoln Memorial area was not mentioned. Bullshit. How do you not know what high school did that? And how do you, how do you, you can run a little bullshit investigation and find out what high school did that. Yeah. It's just that the parks department don't want to throw none of them white folks under the bus. Mm. We don't know what high school trashed it. That is bullshit. D.C. don't really have a lot of, how many white, predominantly white high schools are in D.C.? Not many. Only the ones you see on that show is academic. <laughs> on Saturday at 10 o'clock that I never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, but they didn't mention that. But three days later, they cleaned it up. They wiped all the stuff away, sprayed the beer and the alcohol and the weed, wherever they left out there to trash it. And now, oh, we're doing the Confederate thing. Here's the color guard. Boop, 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 boop. I'm like, boy, the narratives that are set by the media is unbelievable. When they don't want to put their white folks in the in the limelight, mm-hmm. they will leave them out. Right. Oh, yeah, someone trashed Lincoln Memorial, but we don't know what high school did it. Well, you tell me nobody from the parks department was up there when it was happening? Yeah, and that's what they What they do, me. took the day off? Would they walk in the back of it? They always got them little dirty, you know, the parks department with them little crazy-ass uniforms, the little crazy, the ones that mm-hmm. hang by the title basin and all that, right. looking all weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But let me just add this to a bit. We can move on. Now I'm looking up the Juneteenth, um, you know, history on it. Now, President Abraham Lincoln, he emancipated uh, the slaves January 1st, 1863. Mm-hmm. Why did it take for them to commemorate it not until June 19th, 1866? Right, exactly. That's what I said. Because when they, when the news didn't, get, didn't there, get to all the slaves. And nobody made the effort. To tell them. Because it wasn't like, you know, you could just call somebody. Right, that's, what I, was, right, that's what I was saying. When they told them, when they, went to the, when they went to some of these plantations and told them they were free, really? When? And that's where the term came from because they couldn't specifically say when. But it was back in June of such and such year, Juneteenth. And that's but what everybody went on. Texas were not told. So they just continued on working the plantation. And then, what was it, three years later, the word eventually, somebody said, did anybody tell them? And I guess when they said no, they thought, well, I guess we better go. You know what's so deep, too, and I'll say this last thing. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody giving a a damn Holocaust party or Holocaust affair or Holocaust fucking ice cream. Well, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, they don't even come, they don't touch that. But they will take some black shit. And make fucking buttermilk out of it. But you know what? To me, I think we should just. We got no respect. We got no respect. That's what it is. That's what I always said. That's why Martin Martin Luther King got killed. Just boycott. That's the main reason why J. Edgar Hoover had his ass killed. No, because he said that nigga got got too much power. That's that's what it is. He said that nigga got too much power. When they did that Montgomery bus strike, Absolutely. and that bus almost went out of business, because they were laughing and joking. Them white folks were shooting the breeze. Them blacks were walking, walking the street shooting the breeze. Girl, come on. You got, we walked the breeze. Have 20 blocks. Come on. That's why. 
Mm-hmm. Dr. King said, let's do it. And I'm sure those and other the bus drivers like, this won't last it. long. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it was what, 40 days? Like, they were probably begging them people to get on this bus. Now, yeah. you can't get people to pick it outside of a Popeye's because one black motherfucker want to go in there and get his chicken sandwich. Yep. It's a goddamn shame. Anyway, you know what I mean? That's the truth. Not I just picking with y'all. I'm going to get my chicken okay. sandwich. Was that your living for the city? Or you yeah, yeah, that was it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. I'm well, done. let's let's take it to Hollywood. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right. I'm done. We, yeah, we get to Hollywood. Oh, we're we're all done. We are such disgraced yeah. people anymore. People don't respect us. I mean, us we had some shit. interesting conversations tonight. I mean, Ooh. I'm trying to tell you. They just don't respect us, man. We're Ooh. just a forgotten fucking. Yeah. Oh, but they anyway. remember us when they want to capitalize on us. Yeah. Okay, let's go to Hollywood. <laughs> Come on, Papa. You ready? Yeah. We know you. Hollywood, ba 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 Hollywood. All right. Let's go to Hollywood. Well, 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 well. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh oh. He says, if another Republican offers thoughts and prayers, I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg ripped into Republicans after several senators expressed their thoughts and prayers in response to these elementary school shootings. She quote, she says, why are we always as square? One with this, and I swear to God, if I hear another Republican senator to talk about their heart being broken, I'm going to punch somebody, she says. She says she's just sick and tired of it, which makes sense. Yes, we all are. If your thoughts and prayers um, were with everybody, you would have done something by now. It's not um, mm-hmm. like anybody's not trying to make something happen. What the hell is going on, she added. Mm. So, yeah, kudos. All right, yeah. get him, Whoopi. I know that's right. That's what we've been talking about all night. Yeah, you know. do something. Do something. Um, Jessica Bett and Nisi Nash, they're working together on Bett's new music video. Oh. Um, her new song, We Drip, features one of her most exciting collaborations yet with her wife, Nisi Nash. Oh, isn't that special? Oh, boy. The couple works together in front of and behind the camera. I bet they do. Nash is a star and co-director of the video. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. I still don't know who this woman is. I've seen her pictures, but I don't know. I didn't know she was a um, musician. Yeah, she's a starring musician. Okay. She gravitated to Nisi Nash, and I think that's going to kind of catapult her career. But they met on the um, the show Claws. Okay. And, uh, you know, matter of fact, Nisi Nash was still married, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a whole, another story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, keep moving. Nick Cannon talks about co-parenting, says children's mama don't have to get along. Mm. Nick Cannon is, ex- is expecting his eighth child with model Bree uh, T.C., Mm-hmm. Um, in a recent interview, the actor spoke candidly about his um, experience co-parenting. Um, like he said, everybody does not have to get along, but uh, he claimed he's going to do, you know, right by his children, take care of his kids, yada, yada. Okay. Yeah, that's what I say. He can keep them all straight. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to know how Mariah Carey's feeling. She's saying hush-hush. She's saying, yeah. I ain't in this mess. Name Ben ain't in it. Yep. Mhm. So um, it's messy, Nick Cannon. It is he, messy. He, the other day, I saw him briefly. He did a whole show on his kids. 
smart, intelligent. He has this um, teacher, a professor that works with his kids and everything. So, hey, if that's what you want to do, you want to produce geniuses, go for it. I ain't mad at you. Okay, dokie. Yeah, so. Um, Letitia Wright opens up about the Black Panther 2 and honoring Chadwick Boseman. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I've been uh, wondering what's going on. Uh, it's coming this fall in a recent interview. Is she, is she off of the um, production? I'm getting right to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Letitia Wright opened up about the highly anticipated sequel, coming together as a team and honoring the late Chadwick Boseman. She said it's been four years since re- it's been four years since the release of the Black Panther. Man, it's been that long. Wow. Um, of course, which broke all box office records. Of course, of course. Um, she goes on to say. Um, it, it is an incredible honor for Chadwick Boseman, right, who says she, she plays Shuri, um, his sister. Um, she said, it's jam-packed, exciting stuff. We honored him by committing ourselves to the story that he started, the legacy that he started with his franchise, and we just committed every day for working hard. So, um, yeah. But uh, she's still on there. She had um, an accident back in January, um, and also she had some issues with um, the vaccination. She right. Existing about that. That is true. That's what I read about. First she said it wasn't, but it is true. Um, but yeah, she, she was refusing to be vaccinated. Right, but she's going to continue on with the franchise, so, yeah, it will come out soon. Hmm. Um, the release date, it says um, theaters November 11th, so... So was she ever vaccinated, or did she just wait it out until it was no longer required? It doesn't say. Okay. But yeah, she did have an issue with that vaccination. So it is what it is. Uh, I think they wanted her to continue on with it, um, so they probably didn't even mention it anymore. They just left it alone, you know. Mm. So, um, That's my Hollywood wrap-up, short and sweet this time. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. Good, good info. I want to see this uh, video of uh, Nikki Nash. She's been in just about everything. She has a new show coming out. He's on Claws. I, I, I yeah. started to bitch watch that. It was pretty interesting. I never got around to it, but mm-hmm. I did see her hosting, um, what was that game show? A game show about music? No, the words. Yeah. Yeah. The words. The uh, words. Stuff about don't forget the words, don't That's forget it. the lyrics. Don't forget the lyrics. Right. That's it. Yeah, she did okay on it. Yeah. But she also she um uh, uh subbed for uh Nick Cannon a couple times. Nick Cannon was out sick and uh she kinda subbed for him one time, so yeah. Interesting. She's excited. Yeah, she's she's stepping up. She, yeah. She's stepping in because she used to be on the backfield. Mm-hmm. You know, she always had a real characteristic look about her. I think her and uh, mm-hmm. the other young lady. Um, uh, what was the girl who played with Eddie Murphy in that movie? This thing was Jones. Shirley Roth. Oh yeah. You know, them two were always uh, in the back burner. They were always on the back burner, but they were always special people to me. I always mm-hmm. thought they were. Talented black women, you know, and uh Niecy Nash always reminds me of uh Jack A. Okay, yeah. She seems to me to be like the next generation of Jack A. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Because she still has that whole look. Right. That look. Right. But that's, she that's, them, hey, she going with, with sales. She puts them titties yeah. out if there. If that sales, hey. Yeah, don't me. forget old girl, the 
uh, the girl Taylor. What's her name? Taylor uh, who? Swift? Swift? <laughs> no. Can't be with. No, the other else. girl on. Uh, Joy, Joy Taylor. Not for me with Joy her. Taylor. The girl on uh, FS1, the sports oh. show. Oh, oh. Joy Taylor, yeah. Yeah, now I know who you're talking yeah, you about. pull her up. Take a look She's at Joy Taylor. She's another one that puts her, she puts her best asset forward. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that well Joy Taylor is actually, she's the sister of a guy that uh, used to play for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, oh, okay. Jason Taylor. Okay. Great, great football player. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, his, yeah. his sister's name is Joy Taylor. She's on FS1 on Sports Network. Oh, okay. And Joy puts her, she puts her. I got to everything from her. Between her and Niecy Nash, her and Niecy Nash, I don't know who's in competition. I'm telling Only you. One's a dark skin, one's a red bone, but they both are, they both are laying out the pie. The joy gets on my nerves. Because <laughs> I just feel like they if both. you want people to respect your knowledge of sports, how about you cover the girls up just a little bit? Well, Nisi Nash does the same yeah. shit. Yeah. Nisi Nisi she was on the show last after. night. She was on that show. And yeah, but Nisi, she was, she uh, was no, like, she I was like believe me, that cleavage. But Nisi is an entertainer. Yeah, but Joy is women, a women, women, wait a minute. pastor person. And yeah, I'm but like, that show, don't forget the lyrics come on at 8 p.m. Right. And kids are watching. And I could measure that cleavage not seven inches long. Oh, it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, you know, Nisi was out there a little bit, but not like Joy. She had more hanging out than Joy. No, I All right, let's keep it Let's keep it rolling. All right. Because Joy and Nisi, they they definitely got the cleavage. They definitely have a bosom battle. They sure could. crazy. Joy Taylor is, Lord have mercy. Okay, what's up next? Anyway, I'm putting putting joy on the kids. Man, putting Papa Diddy on there too. What's next? What's next? All right, Papa Diddy, what's the kiss list? Kiss list is uh yeah. Too much cleavage. Uh, no, it's just it's showing your showing your butt. You know. Showing your cleavage, Yeah, let's uh let's put all the Republican senators on there. Oh, oh my Anybody God. Anybody doesn't vote against the uh, domestic terrorist act. You know, yes. or not having background checks for anything, raising the age at least to buy a gun to 21. It's yeah. amazing, lady. I've heard a few times in Texas where you can't buy a drink, mm-hmm. but you can buy a gun. You know buy a gun at 18, but can't get alcohol until mm-hmm. you're 21. What the <laughs> hell? Never heard of no crime. Who the hell did? Who and made I that? I thought up? it was Texas that just like maybe a month ago. Change the laws where you could buy a gun like any time without you know any anything. You know, if that's yeah. what you want to buy, just go get yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Who else we got? Oh, I got all the sore loser politicians. That if you lose know. your race, you lose. Just that be graceful. No Shake the opponent's hand. Give you a little concession speech and go sit down somewhere. You have runoffs forever. That's just mm-hmm. a fact of life anymore. Now, Ain't nobody going to admit they lost there, but now I want to recount. That's going to be the deal. Watch. Wait, um, wait till November. Ain't nobody going to win. You know, when we were younger, 11 o'clock, you knew who won. Mm-hmm. Shit, now it's six days later. Yeah. 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 They uh, also, I'm going to add Governor Abbott. Your boy. In Texas. You know, they, this is some of this is on him. He's in a wheelchair, too. Yeah. I don't know why he is, but he's been in a wheelchair since... 
since he's been governor, I know. No, was it? And before, Governor Abbott, governor Abbott governor of Texas, Texas, governor of Texas. He's in a wheelchair. You know, he was giving out some mixed-up information today regarding the shooting. Oh. And I just feel like, you know, y'all were disrespectful uh, to Beto O'Rourke, even though he was interrupting what the what the governor was saying, but that's because the governor was talking a bunch of yin-yang. Um, also, I got Trump. Not for just the usual, but for something specific this time. Trump was quoted as saying uh, regarding January 6th, mm-hmm. the the people that were chanting, hang Pence. Trump actually came out of his mouth and said maybe they had the right idea. I'm like, dude. Well, because Pence was going with uh, Kemp. I understand that, but I'm just saying that was still your vice president. And a Republican, you got no loyalty to anybody that's not kissing your behind. Pence is going to be going against Trump in the presidential election. And that's why he said that. You better believe that. And I'm like, but but still, that was your vice president. He's partnered up with somebody. I can't remember who it is, but he was with somebody today. But for him to say maybe they had the right idea to hang Pence, that's a low, low blow. Even for Trump. Trump's crazy. Oh, gosh. Anybody else? Oh, the people who have that no no water toilet in London, England, wherever that was. I, y'all nasty. They are nasty. <laughs> I'm putting y'all on the kissing list. Yeah. I don't know. So I my think... question is, who is carrying that doo-doo to the, to the, <laughs> to the, other, to, to the secondary drop-off? I don't know. I don't get That's it. some nastiness right there. We got anybody yep. else? I don't think that's it. That's it for this week. That's enough. All right. The lady who's suing uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh yeah. After yeah, 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of lawsuits, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Oh. Both of y'all are on the kissing list. Yeah. I'm talking about that bull crap. Mm-hmm. You know what they were saying? That they might not come up with anything. Like exactly. An asshole oh. just been a waste of right. time. But it was crazy because one lady was in line with the baby. Why you going to let a baby in the court? But anyway. She gets in there. She was always she was making some kind of ruckus in line. She gets in there. She stands up and says, Johnny Depp, this might be your baby. Really? Oh, boy. This I thought they had to escort her A double S out. Yeah. This world's crazy. <laughs> this world's sick. Yeah. And, and then last group, all the people who stand outside that courtroom yeah. waiting to holler and cheer for Johnny Depp, yeah. all of you are on the kiss it list. Y'all are just being ridiculous. I mean, there are people on both sides. Majority on Depp's side, but there are also people for her. I just feel like in a case like that, why are people out there with banners and signs and all of this stuff? Because they love them. Oh, people. my gosh. People get a life. But you know what? I just I just realized that she played in Aquaman. I didn't know that that was his love interest. Her. Oh, see, I didn't even know what she was in. Yeah, she was in that. But then... Johnny Depp brings that up, talking about he had to put a good word in for her for that film. I'm like, okay. Okay, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Please go away. Mm-hmm. All right, we got everybody. We got something special for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. Here. Kiss my entire ass. My 
Welcome back to John Fire and Winnie Hills, Papa D. Here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, it's okay. down to the last word. Last word. Mm-hmm. Papa D. Go for it. Um, I just want uh, people to stop tap dancing. Rubio tap dancing like Fred Astaire today about different gun control law. Well, it's not going to stop it. First of all, NRA didn't gave you $20 million for your campaign, $10 million in cash. You can't say nothing. They got your hands tied. Admit it. You know, all the people that they done signed off with the NRA to just follow suit and keep your mouth shut, don't change no laws. It's a damn shame because there's a lot of them out there, I'm sure. A lot of them. There's, there's a bunch of politicians that done signed their life on that dotted line. NRA had $30 million to get all of them. They're making money hand over foot the way these guns are selling. You know what I mean? Because a gun is just like a car. You know how the car dealers are. They selling cars at forty six thousand dollars now. Yep. Please, it's just, please. Anyway, that's my word. Is uh, you know, just be careful out there and uh, don't forget to vote on the next coming election. Don't don't forget to vote because it's going to be a humdinger in November. I'll tell you. Oh yeah. Well, I'll go next. My last word is. Shame on you, Walmart, and any other corporation that is trying to market the pain of black people and other people of color. Years you ago. should be shame of yourself. But I know you're not because all you're doing is trying to make money. I've seen, like, shirts similar, but they wouldn't go there, but similar to Black Lives Matter and Walmart. You know, different things like with a fist up or red, black, green shirts. They done, they've always done that kind of stuff. And I would never buy anything like that from a store like that. If I want to buy something about black empowerment, I'm going to find a black vendor and buy it from them. And I just hope our people will do the same thing. Please don't buy black unity, black, any, black, black, black from a non-black supplier. Because that's just ridiculous. That's my last word. Wow. What's your last word, Kel? Wow. Black be black on black. I'm just saying. Um, you gonna if you want to support black, support right. black. Right. Um, back to what we were talking about earlier. Enough is enough. You need to. I think we want to start doing things individually by state. Um, just state start making certain laws, saying about you know talking about the guns, but we're not gonna tolerate more. Um, was it a three day rule about the you know, checking or whatever. Um, we just need to make it more stiffer. So I don't understand the days what are who are they scared of? Mm-hmm. If they don't take a stand on what's going on with, you know, this 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 um shooting and everything. We just all need to try to pull together and, and, and take a stand against they, so to speak, mm-hmm. or the government, you know, just, you know, make some noise. I mean, like the, was the Beto O'Rourke and uh, the coach guy, you know, right. and um, just people in general. Just make some noise, you know. So, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know what else to say about that shooting, but 
Oh my gosh. Anyway, I would just just look out for each other. I guess that's all I can say. Look out for each other. We're gonna get on out of here and we'll do it again next Friday night. I wanna thank everybody for listening and hanging out with us. Uh let's say good night and make moves, Papa Didi. Good night. Happy uh, Memorial Day. Have a safe uh, holiday weekend. All right. Kettle, good night. This is Red Wine saying good night. Au revoir. Ciao. Adios. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Party cool, keep it real for you. No.